We praise the Lord. I'm Pastor Michael Jakes, and welcome once again to the Sunday sermons here, sermon Sunday sermon series. Uh, we're here once again with a uh, with a word for your heart and for your soul. We pray that all is well with you once again as we open up the Word of God. Amen. We are streaming right now live over Facebook, YouTube, and Spreaker.com. That is our podcast platform. You go there, you'll see all the other uh, podcasts as the Lord has allowed us to be able to produce over the years. You can also go to our website, uh, which is that's the word.org. You can also go to our YouTube channel. And become a subscriber to our channel if you have not done so already. Amen. Today we are concluding our series entitled That Good Part. We've been looking at uh, the the need uh, and the value of being at Jesus' feet. Amen. We've learned many uh, things thus far. And today uh, as we close out uh, this series, uh, we're going to be talking about who you are in his presence. And we're going to put that in question form. Who are you? In his presence. It's a very uh, important question that we need to answer as we come before him, uh, as we come to his feet. Amen. So if you're with us right now, uh, grab your smart device, uh, grab your Bible, get ready to open up the word of God, and we're going to get underway with it right after this. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are back and we want to once again uh, thank him for giving us the opportunity to be here. God bless you, uh, Darlene, and all those others who will be joining us as we move along today. Amen. Uh, we want to open up in a word of prayer because once again, this particular this particular subject we're talking about coming before him uh, is a very important one. And, and there is a way that we need to come before him if uh, we want to optimize our time in his presence. Amen. So let's pray. Lord, we bless your name today. Once again, we thank you for giving us an opportunity to open up your word. Lord, uh, we would be nothing and nowhere without you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will take this time and make it beneficial to our hearts and to our minds and to our spirits. Lord, we pray that you will speak into our hearts as only you can. Lord, we pray that you will have your way in our hearts. Lord, I pray uh, that you will bring encouragement and enlightenment and empowerment Lord Jesus, as your word goes forth. Lord, we don't want to hear any other voice but yours, Lord Jesus. So, Lord, we pray that right now you will have your way. Bless us right now and draw those who need to hear these words today uh, that is placed on the World Wide Web. Lord, have your way. Bless us together right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, hallelujah. Uh, God is good. God is on the throne. Amen. And I want to bring you to our foundation scripture that we've been coming from uh, in these last several weeks talking about being at his feet. And that's coming from Luke. And then we're gonna then we're gonna move to another scripture. Uh, but here it is in Luke chapter number ten. Luke chapter number ten, and we'll start reading uh, in verse number thirty-nine. Uh, it says, "And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was comforted about 
much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. And we've spoken about, uh, last time we got together, we've spoken about the fact, uh, can you hear him? Can you hear him? There's another very important question uh, that we need to ask as we come uh, to the feet of Jesus that is in his presence. And that is, who are we? In his presence. Who are we in his presence? Uh, it is the date here right now is October 31st. And today is that day that we all know of, uh, which is called Halloween. It's not something that I personally celebrate and have not celebrated it, uh, gee, for many, 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 many years. Many years. Uh, we didn't raise our children uh, to to um uh to follow uh halloween uh very problematic there uh everyone has their own opinion uh but uh when it comes to halloween people people wear masks and there are literal masks that people wear uh and they wear those masks because you know it's fun i remember growing up and 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 wearing masks and and asking my mother can i have this particular uh this particular costume and that particular costume Many times my mother came through, sometimes she didn't, but I do remember dressing up for Halloween. Didn't always go out because my mother uh, wanted to keep us safe. Uh, even in those days, Halloween uh, was a very dangerous uh, time uh, of the year. And uh, so many times when I did get my costume as a little child, I just paraded around the house in whatever I had, amen? Uh, but, uh, but not so now. Now... It's become more of a family thing, and people come together, and they and they put their mask on, and they go out. And and listen, the original premise of Halloween uh, was from the beginning. Uh, the reason why masks came into being uh, was because way back, way back in the day, uh, they would wear these masks in order to hide uh, from evil spirits or goblins or whatever that they thought were coming to get them, and so they would leave candy out on their uh, on their stoop in front of their house, and and they were, if they were out in the street, they would wear masks to sort of uh, to to distract uh, the evil spirits from attacking them. Uh, but not so now. That that total meaning has been lost now. Now people wear masks uh, just to identify uh, with different individuals. You have masks of different people doing different things, popular individuals, unpopular individuals, uh, and whatever's trending at the time. There are, there's masks for that. And so masks are for a, a, a reason in this world. People put masks on around this time of the year. Uh, but spiritually speaking, people also wear masks. And those are the masks that I want to talk about here today just for a few minutes. We do wear masks. And, and what mask, if any, do you wear when you come into his presence? Amen? First, I want to talk about the mask of pretense. The mask of pretense. Now, what is the mask of pretense? Uh, a pretense is simply an attempt to make something that is not the case appear to be the case. It's a false display of feelings, attitudes, and intentions. That's 
That's what it that's what it means to have pretense. And sometimes God's people can be guilty of coming before him with pretense, trying to put our quote best foot forward, trying to show God that we are something and many times we are not that something that we are presenting to the Lord. It's no way that we can fool the Lord or trick the Lord or try to or try to get the Lord to see something that he doesn't already see, but yet and still we as God's people do Make the attempt from time to time. It has been done. We make the attempt from time to time uh, to come before the Lord, showing, showing, excuse me, showing Him parts of ourselves and showing Him what we want Him to see. And this is not the correct way to come before the Lord. We cannot come before the Lord with pretense. We cannot come before the Lord uh, trying to make ourselves appear as we are not. Amen. And we know the story of the, the Pharisee and the tax collector. Uh, and, and, and he was full of pretense, full of pretense. The second way, the second way that we can come before the Lord is with preconceived notions, preconceived notions. Now, what do I mean by that? A, a preconceived notion is simply an opinion that we, <coughs> excuse me, it's an opinion that we form beforehand, ahead of time. And so how do we enter into God's presence in this way? We come before him in this way when we are already, we already have it in our mind how he is supposed to respond, what he is supposed to say, how he is supposed to answer our prayer. We already have it made up in our minds. This is what God is going to do. This is how I want God to do such and such. And that is not the proper way to come before the presence of the Lord. Remember, Mary came before the Lord to hear his word, to hear his word. And that is what is most important. If you're coming before the Lord, listen, if you want to come before the Lord and you're coming before the Lord to hear his word, we need to strip ourselves of all pretense, of all preconceived notions as to how we think that he should speak back to us how he should respond uh, to our prayer. The third way, the third way that we can uh, minimize our time in his presence is through personal pride and pomposity. Personal pride and pomposity. And that simply means pride to a level where it is a distraction to others. And if pride, if your pride is, is a distraction to others, it no doubt stinks in the nostrils of God. Pride, once again, pride was the thing that drove Lucifer out of God's presence. And pride will be the thing that drives God out of your presence. So we must, we must step back step away. Do not allow pride to enter in to our time spent with the Lord. Once again, I reference that terrible Pharisee in that temple with the tax collector. And yes, he was pretentious, but he was also full of pride and pomposity. How he told the Lord, I do this and look at what I do. And I'm not like this fellow beside me, this, this tax collector. No, no, no. He came before the Lord in the wrong way. And when we come before the Lord in any one of these ways, 
if we come before the Lord with pretense, if we come before the Lord with preconceived notions, if we come before the Lord with personal pride and pomposity, we run the risk of not having the Lord even hear our prayers. What does scripture say? Scripture says, uh, when I regard sin in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If I'm treasuring, holding on to sin in my heart, and each one of these things are sinful things, sinful actions that can cause us to miss out hearing from the Lord. It's sin that we hold in our hearts. Pride is a sin. A pretense is a sin. Thinking and telling God how he should respond is sin. No, 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 no. Let that go. Let all of that go and allow the Lord to do what only he can. But there must be humility. And we're going to be talking about humility in just a few minutes. But there must be humility. Everything hangs upon humility. Listen, the mask that we wear, here's what happens. The mask that we wear, and, and once again, this is not exhaustive. There are other different masks, different things that will that will, will try to cover up who we really are. All right? I just put down three. I just have three here. Uh, but whatever mask it is that we wear, they block out the sun. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the sun up in the sky. I'm not talking about S-U-N. The mask that we wear block out the sun, capital S-O-N, the sun, Jesus Christ. And it causes him not to be able to communicate with us as he desires. Oh yes, he desires to speak with us. He desires to speak to us. He wants to speak into our lives, but he will not speak through our mass. He will not speak through our mass. And so we need to keep that in mind. Amen? We run the risk of, of not even hearing him at all. Because what happens is, when we have on any one of these masks, if we hear him at all, it is selectively. We choose to hear what we want to hear. And that's not the way to approach God at all. Lord, I hear this, but I don't hear that. Lord, this is what I want, but I don't want that, so I'm not even going to entertain that. No, that's the wrong way to come before the Lord. Amen? Why do we need to hear his word? That should be obvious why we need to hear his word. Number one, we need to hear his word so that he can prepare us. What does the song say? Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Scripture says that we are his sanctuary. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse number 16 talks about the church as a whole that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Let me read what it says. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3 and verse uh, number 16. Here's what it says. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. He's talking to the church body as a whole. He's talking to the Corinthian body. He's talking to us as a church. But then he also speaks the almost the same exact words in 1 Corinthians chapter number 6 and verse number 19, uh, here's what he says there. He says, what know ye not that your body, your body individually 
is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, uh, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. And he goes on to say, for we are brought with the price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And so we are, any way you put it, as a, as a church body and as individuals, we are sanctuaries. We are temples. Amen. And the Lord wants his word in his temple. And so, yes, we need his word in our lives. We need his word in our hearts, most definitely. The second reason why we need to hear his word. Once again, Mary came to the feet of Jesus to hear his word specifically. Why do we need to hear his word? Number two, so that he can point me. Yes, so he can prepare me, but number two, so he can point me. And by point me, he wants to direct us. He wants to direct us. Song says, lead me, guide me along the way. For if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, help me walk each day with thee. Lead me, O oh Lord, lead me. He wants to lead us. It's his desire to lead us. Amen. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Acknowledge him in all thy ways and what? He will direct your paths. He wants to point us. He wants to point us in the right direction. I know we have a lot of ideas and we have a lot of thoughts on where we want to go and what we want to do and who we want to be, but we need to hear from God. And that's why we need to hear his word. His word is going to steer us in the right direction. It's going to point us in the way that we need to go. That's why we need to hear his word. Finally, we need to hear his word so that he can perfect us. So that he can perfect us. And that's talking about being complete. It's not talking about being perfect. But it's simply talking about being complete. And you know that scripture in Philippians chapter 1. In verse number 6. It says being confident. Being confident <clears throat> of this very thing. That he which hath begun a good work in you. Shall do what? Shall perform it. Until the day of Jesus Christ. He will bring it to pass. He will bring it to completion. He will perfect the work that he has begun in our salvation. Amen. He is steady about doing that each day. Each day is a learning process. We learn more and more or else we should be learning something about the Lord and ourselves on a daily basis. And if we have our discerning uh, antenna up, we will hear the Lord speaking to us on a daily basis. And so the Lord wants to he wants to prepare us, he wants to point us, and he wants to perfect us. Amen? So, once again, if the purpose and intent for us coming into his presence is to hear from him, so we need then we need to strip ourselves of all of these things that would lead us away from his voice. All of these things that would prevent his word from making an impact in our lives. And that's surely what his word will do. His word, if we allow it, and I have to put that in there, if we allow it, his word will make a life-changing impact on our lives. 
See, we get too busy doing our own thing. We get too busy trying to make it happen uh, for ourselves. We get too busy trying to bring to pass what we have what we have spoken, and we're not hearing the voice of the Lord. We need to hear what the Lord is saying through his word. And if we seek to once again optimize, optimize our time spent with him at his feet, in his presence, then we must hear his word. And because of this, because of this, we need to come before him in a certain way. In other words, what does the Lord require of us? What does the Lord require of us when we come into his presence? When we choose, when we choose, when we make the choice to sit at his feet, what does the Lord require of us to hear his word? Number one, it's, it's a requirement that we hear passionately. We need to hear his word passionately. That means with a desire. I want to hear his word. And if you want to hear his word, you will hear his word. You will hear it. Amen. Lord, here I am. I'm an empty vessel for you. Lord, speak as you will. Lord, show me. Lord, tell me. Lord, lead me. Lord, guide me. Lord, I am yours. It's, it's called surrender. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We get caught up in that last phrase, but that first phrase is so very important. Submit yourselves to God. Submit. Surrender. Give up and let Jesus take over. And when we come before the Lord in that way, we are guaranteed to hear his voice. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. I give all myself to you. Here I am. And that's how we must come before the Lord. Secondly, not only passionately, but we must come before the Lord personally. Personally. What do I mean by that? By coming to him personally, that means simply that we he is speaking to us. If we're coming to hear his word, the word that he speaks is going to be directed at us. He's not going to come to you talking about somebody else. Okay, there are times when the Lord will reveal things to us. We know that. But if you are coming specifically to hear his word, then he is going to speak to you. He is going to address himself to you. His word, you know, you, you know, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever been in church and had someone sit next to you or, or seen someone, the pastor is speaking and he is speaking pointedly about different things and different situations. And somebody will, somebody will nudge you uh, on the arm or on the shoulder and say, hmm, hmm, that's, that's you. Or, 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 mm -hmm, you hear what he said? Listen, it's me, 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 oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. I got no business nudging anybody in any service when the pastor or the preacher starts talking. Let me look into myself first. Search me, oh God, and know my thoughts, I pray. And so it's personally, if we're going to hear, if we want to hear from his word, we need to know that it is going to be personally. He is going to talk directly to you, amen? And we need to be attentive, amen? Be attentive. Number three, if we're gonna hear his word, we need to hear his word preferably. Preferably. What does that mean? Simply that his voice is the voice above all others. His voice moves out, blocks out, 
every other voice. Listen, you got voices coming from voices coming to you from every direction. He's talking, she's talking, they're talking. Uh, this church is talking, this pastor's talking. Fine, that's all good as long as everything is 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 in in scripture. But who do you need to hear from? You need to hear from the Lord. Amen. You need to hear from the Lord. He is the preferred voice. Lord, I'm not hearing anybody else. I know, Lord, you may send someone to me, and that's fine. Lord, your discernment that you've given me will enable me to will enable me to know whether or not you have sent this person. But we have to know that we want to hear from the Lord. That's the voice I want to hear. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to hear from anyone else. What does this? What does the song say? Um, when the man gets to heaven, I can't remember the name of the, uh, the words or the name to the song, uh, but he gets to heaven and he's looking for different people. And he says, listen, I want to see Jesus because he's the one who died for me. When I want his word, I want to hear from Jesus. I want to hear from the word. Amen. And, and that is what is most preferable. I want to hear from the Lord himself. Finally, finally. If, we, if you're going to hear from his word, we need to hear precisely. Precisely. What do I mean? It means that, the, listen, the Lord, is, the Lord speaks precisely. The Lord doesn't speak vaguely. The Lord doesn't beat around the bush. Uh, the Lord uh, doesn't leave us a puzzle. We know that uh, when, his, when he was walking with the disciples on this earth, he spoke in parables. He spoke in parables for a reason. Amen. He didn't want everybody to know what he was talking about. But he has no need to speak personally to us right now in parables. He speaks direct. He speaks to the point. He speaks precisely. And if he speaks precisely, we need to hear precisely. Amen. We need to hear precisely. Know what the Lord is saying. Understand uh, what the Lord is saying. He, he, he doesn't, once again... Uh, he doesn't leave. He doesn't leave you sitting wondering what did he just say. What, what what does that mean? No 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 no. He speaks right to the point, right to the point, and that's so important that we understand. Amen. Mary, uh, in John chapter two and verse number five, Mary said it well when she said what when she said whatever he tells you to do, do it. <laughs> that's it. When Jesus was about to turn the water into wine, she says, whatever he tells you to do, do it, do it. We need to carry those words with us at all times. Whatever the Lord tells us to do, do it. Don't go outside of it. Don't go inside of it. Don't add anything to it. Don't take anything away from it. Whatever he says to do, do it, do it. It's, it's that simple. It's that simple. What doesn't make it simple is when we begin uh, to put our own little things into it. When we try to add things to what he said to do. He didn't say do all of that. No, no, no. He said this. Do what he says. So we need to listen passionately. We need to listen listen personally. Or we need to listen preferably. And we need to listen precisely. And undergirding all of this is what we spoke about earlier, is that humility. Humility. Let me bring you to Micah 
Micah chapter number six. Micah chapter number six. And I'll start reading here in verse number six as we close. It says, wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? In other words, how shall I come before him? He says, shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? He says in verse seven, will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body, for the sin of my soul? Are these the things that the Lord wants? Are these the things that I need to do as I come before the Lord? And he says, no. He says, no. I want your heart. He says in verse uh, number eight, he has showed you, oh man. He, he's told you. He's been trying to tell you what is good. And what the Lord doth require of thee. Here it is. But to do justly. And to love mercy. And to walk humbly with thy God. Let's repeat that. To do justly. Live righteously. Be righteous. To love mercy. That's talking about not mistreating people and to walk humbly with your God. Humility. Everything we do is underscored by humility. You cannot expect to hear from him if you come with all of your personal platitudes and all the things that you've done and all the things that you're going to do that won't work. That won't work at all. I must humble myself, and as humble myself, and as I like to say, we must learn how to get low, get low, get down. Humble yourselves. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves before you do anything, before you do anything else, notice humble yourselves is first. Before you pray, before you seek his faith, before you turn from your wicked way, he says, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. Realize who you are. Know who you are. Know your place. Humble yourselves. Then pray. Seek my face. Turn from your wicked ways. Then, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive your sin and will heal the land. Starts with humility. Humility. I am nothing without him. I can do nothing without him. Without him, I can do nothing. Without him, I'd surely fail. Without him, I would be drifting like a ship without a sail. It's so true. And so let's, let's remember, let's remember to stay humble as we come before the Lord. So very important that we come before him passionately, come before him personally. He is going to speak to you, amen, through his word. He's not going to speak to you about someone else. He's going to speak to you uh, through his word. Uh, he's, we need to come before him preferably. He is the voice that we need to hear. And finally, we need to come before him precisely. God speaks precisely 
He doesn't beat around the bush and he is going to, and we need to listen also precisely. Amen. And we need to be, all of that is undergirded by humility. Let's be humble. Let's humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord. What happens then? The Bible says when we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, then he will lift us up. But he will resist pride every time. Let's be lifted up by being humble in his sight. Amen. Lord, we bless your name today. Once again, we thank you for giving us this opportunity to open up your word and Lord, we know that we can do nothing without you. And Lord, I pray uh, that you will remove uh, pride and pomposity and, and all these types of things uh, from our hearts, Lord Jesus, that prevents us uh, from hearing your word as we should. Lord Mary stayed before you to hear your word, and she had it right. You said that this uh, this one thing, uh, it, it would not be taken away from her what she was doing. And so Lord, we pray that you would help us continue to stay at your feet lord we know that sitting at your feet is where we are made complete lord have your way in our hearts and in our souls and in our minds lord we put away pretense and preoccupied notions and we put away uh, personal pride we put it all away lord jesus and we come before you as humbly as we know how lord jesus lord we pray that you continue to bless us and keep us lord bless those that are watching and listening right now, uh, whether it's live or whether it's in the replay, Lord, it doesn't really matter. But Lord, I pray uh, that you will bless each and every one who comes upon these words uh, today, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray you will have your way. Bless us together right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good and God is on the throne. Amen. And we want to bless him and thank him for his word. Where would we be uh, without his word. I know where I would be without his word. I would be uh, null and void. Without his word, without uh, without his salvation, I am not here. I am not here right now. I am I am long gone. I am I am six feet under or whatever how many feet. I'm gone if it were not for the Lord. So I bless him and I thank him uh, on a daily basis just for life and breath. Amen. So we honor him and we bless him. Once again, I thank Darlene and thank, uh, thank Ann. Uh, once again, thank her. Thank you all for being here uh, on today. <clears throat> A little later start uh, here today was necessary, but we are here with the Sunday Sermon Series, and we invite you uh, to join us throughout the week. Uh, if you can, uh, we'll be here tomorrow night uh, with the Line by Line podcast. We are uh, right in the middle of Matthew chapter number 16. We'll probably finish off chapter 16 and go into chapter 17 on tomorrow night. And so we pray that you will join us as we go through the book of Matthew one verse at a time. Amen. So we're looking forward to that. And that's going to begin at 7 o'clock p.m. Amen. That's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Amen. Then on, on Tuesday night, Tuesday night, we have uh, the Bible Speaks Live podcast, amen, and that's at 8 o'clock, practical, relevant, uncompromised, uh, a word from the Lord, we pray, uh, amen, and on uh, this coming Monday night, this coming Tuesday night, uh, our topic, our topic front and center is, it's time for a spot check, it's time for 
a spot check. We're going to be talking about how we can keep ourselves unspotted from the world. I want you to notice what it says there. Uh, let's take it from scripture. And it says in, in James, uh, he says that we keep ourselves unspotted from the world, ourself. So there are things, some things that we need to do to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. So join us. That's coming up on Tuesday night. That's at 8 o'clock p.m. It's time for a spot check. Amen. Wednesday night, 8 o'clock p.m. It's the Cutting It Right Bible Study Podcast. We'll be here with the first principles of the Christian life. Uh, once again, uh, continuing uh, our study, our lesson in talking about heaven. Heaven. We spent several weeks talking about uh, the reality of hell and the lake of fire. And last week we began talking about heaven and we're going to continue talking about uh, the glory of heaven. If we can all, if we can at all take it all in, we're going to be talking about heaven uh, once again this coming uh, Wednesday night and that will be at 8 o'clock p.m. So we pray that you will join us then. Amen. And also don't forget, you can join us next week at our regular time, or whatever time you're able to watch. That's the Sunday Sermon Series. We'll be back again uh, with another word uh, from Scripture. Amen. Don't forget also that our book, entitled Churchified or Sanctified, is still available on Amazon.com. I do believe it'll be a blessing to your heart uh, and to your life. And so uh, there it is, Churchified or Sanctified, talking about the danger of religion, and the glory of relationship. Amen. That's available for you. Amen. You can find this this podcast and all the other podcasts that we have produced over the years on all of these podcast platforms and many, many others. But our main podcast platform is Spreaker.com. Uh, you will find all of them there, uh, whether it's a Bible study, whether it's sermons, uh, whether it's devotions, short ones, long ones, uh, you'll find them there amen so we pray that you will take advantage of that don't forget you can download you can download from uh, spreaker.com onto your smart device uh if you would like to take the word of god with you amen don't forget also you can go uh to our to our youtube channel you can subscribe uh to our facebook page that's the word ministries uh and you can visit our website at that's the word.org amen and so it's uh, it's been good being with you today, amen. I want to thank the Lord once again for giving us uh, another opportunity to open up his word. And hopefully you'll be back with us uh, at some point this week, uh, whether it's tomorrow night or Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, we'll be here, Lord willing, uh, with the word of God, amen. This ministry exists uh, to propagate and proclaim the gospel of God. Jesus Christ and embedded within it all is the message of the cross for life and living uh, and you can help support this ministry simply uh, by sharing out this page amen sharing out this page sharing out these uh, these podcasts that others may be blessed amen we're not looking for any financial uh, feedback I mean amen we're not looking for any of that we have that on our website if you'd like to give to this ministry it's there but that's not why we exist we exist to spread the gospel of jesus christ amen uh 
And so when you share this uh, page out, when you share out these podcasts, you are becoming a part of the ministry of reconciliation, bringing men and women back to Jesus Christ. Amen. We, we, we aim to equip also the body of Christ. Amen. So once again, I want to thank you for joining us. I'm Michael Jakes, Pastor Michael Jakes, and I want to thank you for being with us. And uh, we'll see you next time. And we pray that you will be blessed as your day goes forward. God bless. Time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got